Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. This is day six of my 28 statements from Jesus that can totally transform your relationship today. We're still in part one. So remember, there's three parts of this 28-day experience we're doing. And part one is about the critical importance of intimacy with Christ. So if you want your relationships to change, it's going to start with intimacy with him. And we're on day six. And today we're going to focus on the love language of Jesus. That's right. Jesus had a love language. And I know probably all of you have read Gary Chapman's The Five Love Languages. It's very popular. Most of the time people mistakenly think that my father, the late great Dr. Gary Smalley wrote that book, but no, it was Gary Chapman. And it's a brilliant book, but if you're thinking it's one of those five, you would be mistaken. So Jesus' love language, and if you want intimacy with him, you got to know what is intimacy? What does it mean to Christ? What does that look like? And John 14, 15 is going to start us off with the statement from Christ where he said, if you love me, obey my commandments. And if you've been listening to these, you know, it's kind of all about, hey, Lord, I love you so much. What do you want from me? And I want to do it. It's about action. It's not just belief. It's not just saying, Lord, I love you and I accept you in my heart. But it's if I actually do, then it's going to show up in my attitude and behavior towards him and towards others. So when Jesus makes this statement, it was a big evening for Christ because this is said to his disciples. It's part of his formal farewell to these guys, these people, this group of intimate friends that he has run around for three years preaching, teaching, healing. So we need to pay attention because you know Jesus realizes that he's about to get arrested. He's about to go up on the cross. He's about to die. He's going to get resurrected. He's going to resurrect. But he knows this is like my last time here as a human with him. And, and totally understandably, his friends are freaking out. They're scared. And, and how does Jesus decide to comfort them? Well, he promises the Holy Spirit. That's what I love. Is John 14, 15, says, if you love me, obey my commandments. But then he, he goes right into saying in 16 that if you love me and for those who are in me, so those who believe in Christ, he's sending us a helper. He's sending us someone that can be with us even when he's gone. So how does he comfort them? Well, he promises the Holy Spirit, the great comforter. 
the one who would guide, teach, encourage, empower, and mediate on behalf of the believer. Ultimately, he was giving them the comforting presence of himself, Jesus Christ, through the, through the Holy Spirit. The provision of Jesus that will bring about this relationship is declared to be the indwelling spirit. That's verses 15 through 17. And the Holy Spirit, Christ gives two different names. The first is the paraclete. And then the second is the spirit of truth. And the paraclete or the paracletos is unique to John. So John uses this in 1426, 1526, 16, 7, and then in John 2, verse 1. And, and remember, if you haven't listened yet, you can get all of these scripture references and all the things I'm talking about in the notes for this very podcast episode, which is Jesus's love language. So paraclete is, is something that John really uses. And the paracletos was a judicial advocate. And you can read about that in Matthew 10, 16 through 20. And here Jesus says that Christians alone get to enjoy his aid. So it's not for everybody. You need to believe in him, but it's not just about belief. If you want intimacy with Christ, there's the belief. And then the belief shows itself in your obedience to what he says, which is why we're spending 28 straight days focusing on the statements from Christ as recorded in the New Testament. So how does this help your relationship? Jesus promising you the Holy Spirit for those who believe in him and obey what he says. What is that going to do for your relationship? Well, when you obey and love Jesus, you and only the one who believes in Acts gets the Holy Spirit. That's like, good Lord, that I don't even know what to say. That's big because without the Holy Spirit, you're not going to make it. You're going to fall short. You're going to get weak. You're going to tire out and you're not going to know what to do, especially in those moments when you feel most lost, especially when your wife or your husband is acting out of control and you've kind of hit that place of hopelessness. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. That's why we benefit from that true intimate relationship with Jesus. So what does your relationship need? Do you need strength for the tough times? Well, guess what? You get that through the Holy Spirit. Do you need truth? Well, you get that. I had a client of mine once who was paranoid about whether or not her husband was having an affair. And I told her, don't, Lose your mind over it. Don't spend 200 hours investigating. The Holy Spirit will let you know. And guess what? He gave her a dream. And she woke up and woke her husband up and said, Listen, you're having an affair. And, and the Holy Spirit gave her the name, the place, and when it happened. And let me tell you, that freaked her husband out. And they're still together today. So if you need truth, you get that through the Holy Spirit. If you need encouragement, you get that through the Holy Spirit. If you need guidance, you get that. Empowerment to treat others like Jesus did, you get that 
the comforting presence of Jesus, you get that too. This is why an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ matters to your most important relationships. I'm going to end with a really good quote from J.I. Packer. The Christian's life in all its aspects, intellectual and ethical, devotional and relational, upsurging in worship and outgoing in witness is supernatural. Only the Spirit can initiate and sustain it. So apart from Him, not only will there be no lively believers and no lively congregations, there will be no believers and no congregations at all. <laughs>